0: Hi, I'm Alfie Indra, and welcome to the Inspire Me podcast.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the Inspire Me podcast. I'm delighted to welcome Alfie Indra, an extremely talented musician who has just released his new single, Feel the Floor. Alfie has gained plenty of attraction on his other singles too, including Red Lights, which has reached over 1 million streams on Spotify. As well as his massive success on Spotify, he is also open for the incredible music artist Tom Grennan, who has just been nominated for the Brits next year in two categories, alongside Adele, Ed Sheeran and KSI. Alfie has featured multiple times on Jack Mate's Happy Hour podcast, so this interview will be like a walk in the park for him. In our chat, we discussed what Alfie's favourite song is out of all his music. What he would have been if he wasn't a musician, and also Alfie's favourite ice cream flavour, and plenty more. So let's get started. Hi.
0: Hi. You're right.
1: Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Man, no, don't be silly. I
0: think it sounds really cool.
1: <laughs> thanks. I just want to start off by saying how much I love your music and I just want to know how you got into it and the journey that you took to become a musician.
0: Oh cool, thanks so much. Um well, I got I got a ukulele when I was like when I was like 12 for Christmas. I think my mom and dad got it for me. And then I just kind of started learning songs on that and it just branched out into doing my own songs I didn't really want to put them out or anything um, I just enjoyed it and then yeah just started putting them out and then they gained a little bit of traction and um, yeah then it's kind of brought it to where it is today it's really cool um, but it was, yes it was a it wasn't really like a planned thing to be honest I just in, enjoyed doing it
1: and if you weren't a musician, would you think of being anything else? And before, did you think is that definitely obviously you didn't know you wanted to be one? Did you have any plans of what you were going to do otherwise if you didn't, you know, pursue this love of music? Uh
0: yeah, well, I used to want to be a footballer. Um <laughs> like most like most young kids, I think. But um I just wasn't good enough, really. Um so yeah, I like I've, I've always been into my football, maybe something to do with that um I quite like writing like script writing but I'm not really that good at that either so it probably couldn't be my job um but yeah I I mean I've I've done other jobs like I I worked in schools quite a lot um I've worked in the care industry um but yeah I wasn't the best like teacher really I don't think (laughs) I don't think I really had had longevity in that line of work but um, yeah probably I don't know I've always just I've not really ever had like a proper plan really sort of gone gone with it and just sin sin what happens um, but yeah I reckon I probably would have ended up doing something in like working in schools or something like that
1: and would you say that for people who aren't really sure whether they want to go into music would you say there's any advice that you would give them
0: I think um, I think just try and enjoy it and like if it stops being fun then maybe like like something's wrong like i've often found like in like my sort of like from the start to where i am now like there's been a lot of times where i i haven't enjoyed it I've been putting too much pressure on myself or getting too nervous um and so it's good to just take a step back and like uh, like my one of my friends is in is in like the industry as well and he's like they're just songs at the end of the day <laughs> they are just songs so don't I think like just try and enjoy it as much as possible and don't focus too much on like social media and numbers and and whatnot so that's not that's not really what's it about what it's about like it's a great bonus if you can get there but um yeah just just enjoy it and don't don't take it too seriously because I've definitely fallen into that trap a few times <laughs>
1: And what sort of support is there for people who, especially after lockdown, you know, found that getting back up on stage is something different after having no one just singing in the kitchen to being in front of, like, loads of people?
0: Yeah, I struggled with that the big time, um, had to cancel a few shows and stuff like that because it just, it was, like, freaking me out a lot. I think it is quite, like, an unnatural thing to, like, stand in front of lots of people and, like, perform. Uh, I'm more like introverted as well so like it, like I I did struggle with that um, in terms of support like I have really lovely managers I had a really lovely band who were like very supportive and didn't sort of get on my case if I couldn't do a show or, or a rehearsal um, so just like yeah surround yourself with like nice understanding people and in the end I just sort of went for it sort of forced myself to do it and then yeah I'm I'm okay now I'm back back doing live music but I think it's definitely affected a lot of people um I know a lot of my friends are the same sort of yeah go, as you say going from singing in your room or the kitchen or the shower and then actually having to get out there and do it again it takes a little extra boost for sure.
1: Would you say that when you have overcome that fear it's so invigorating and you get up on that stage and you go I've just sung in front of however many people I don't know how I've quite done that
0: yeah it's it, it's like um it is super weird as you say like you you sort of go into autopilots like um I did a show at the UEA supporting um a musician called Tom Grennan who's like doing really well at the minute and um I remember before that there's like a clock backstage and you have to like go on like bang on the time and so it was like 30 seconds left 20, and my heart was going I was like I literally don't know how I'm gonna like actually get words out but then as soon as you walk on and everyone claps you kind of just I don't know you just relax a little bit I guess and then it all like goes super quick and I I, you feel like you haven't really had that much of a chance to actually be in the moment and appreciate it and then you come off and you're just like the thing I've been nervous about for weeks is it's just like gone like it's this very bizarre feeling but it's definitely like for me it's like a couple of days later or a week later or whatever um where it sort of sinks in you're like wow I actually I actually really did that for me actually it was I went to see a band like three weeks afterwards at the same venue and I was sort of watching like oh whoa well I was actually up there like a few weeks ago (laughs) um but yeah it is it's a it's a great feeling to overcome it for sure
1: Totally. And before a sort of concert, what do, do you do anything to get you pumped for the concert? Or do you just sort of walk on and, you know, just hope that you're sort of in the zone and ready to sing?
0: Yeah, I, 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 def, I do, um, I like everything to be really chill. And so I just like to sit around and just maybe watch some videos. Then I do some like vocal warm ups. I don't really need to do them, but it just makes me feel like I've, got a bit of backup Um, and yeah I just try and keep everything very relaxed because I want to sort of go out there and chat to people and and be confident and if you're very nervous like your vocals can be shaky the first song at the Tom Grennan show I was really shaky I could like I could feel it Um, but yeah if you're I just try and get like as relaxed as possible and then afterwards I sort of I sort of get excited afterwards I try not to let it like get to my head before really
1: And out of all your songs, what would you say is your favourite? I mean, you've got so many good ones, like Feel the Floor, Red Light. What, you know, is there there a favourite or is it sort of as you write them, you go, that's my favourite. And then you go, oh, no, another one. Yeah,
0: it's weird. I think, like, by the time a song's released, I'm actually kind of sick of the song. I've heard it so (laughs) many times and everyone's hearing it for the first time. But I think... um, like, I think my favourite is probably Mole Hills. I don't know why. It's like, I, I don't normally listen to my own songs. I can't really listen to them, because <laughs> I, like, I, I can hear like everything I've done, and it just, it's just just weird. But Mole Hills, I actually probably could just, like, listen to. Um, so yeah, I, quite, I think that one's quite fun. And um, maybe all my friends are depressed, because I get quite a lot of, like, playing that live is, you get quite a good feedback from the audience and I really I really like I close my set with that usually so it's kind of like a special one um, but yeah it's definitely as you say like the one you're writing at the minute is your favorite and you hate all the others and then <laughs> um, and then you'll end up hating that one when the next one comes around it's kind of a, yeah how it works for me.
1: Would you say that the audience are like have been very supportive like of your journey and have sort of pumped you to keep going and, you know, just basically made you like who you are and have your, all your followers and listeners are just sort of determined your career in a way.
0: Yeah, definitely. I like the first show I did back was, um, it was quite a small venue. Um, I think that was like, maybe pushing 200 people. Um, like make probably a bit less like 150 and um yeah like, so it was the first show i've done since i've actually gained a little bit of a following um so i didn't know what to expect at all and but i just went out there and like everyone was so nice there were some people holding some signs up and it was just, like it was really cute and like all my nerves just went away because i was like oh they they want me to do well so like yeah it's nice to know those gigs are quite nice because if you, make, if you feel like you're gonna be shaky or make a mistake, like it just doesn't really matter because they're sort of there to support you and they're like willing you to do well. Yeah, um, yeah I'm really lucky with the people that listen to my music groups, like they're all pretty nice. I don't get too much rubbish, which is good.
1: Well, that's really good. And you performed at Latitude in 2019 and you yeah. know Latitude is considered a huge music festival. And what would you say the experience um, sort of was for a musician? Because it's obviously very different for the people that just go and watch music and everything.
0: Yeah, that was like, that was really cool. It feels really recent, even though it was like a couple of years ago, because it was like the last big show I did before um, like lockdown and everything. Um, And it was like, I've been to that festival so many times with my friends, I'd like watch Like the stage I was playing on, I think I'd like watched the 1975 play on there and stuff. So it's like really cool experience. I didn't have too much of a following, like too many listeners at the time either. But I think because I was like local, um, a fair few people turned up and I was just it was just amazing. Like it was the first time I'd walked on stage and seen like loads of people like it going back, the crowd going back. And it was like, yeah, it was just so so great um it's probably like probably my favorite show that I've ever done um that one uh but yeah it was it was like amazing and I, I can't wait to go back to the festival and like watch without having to play as well just because <laughs> you got to chill a bit and be like oh I've played up there <laughs> so, yeah. yeah it was a wicked wicked experience
1: and would you like to play at any other festivals or are you sort of set on just like gigs and concerts and That sort
0: of thing. I would like to play at festivals. I think um, they're tricky because um, a lot of the time you don't get a sound check and stuff. And it's very, sometimes can feel a bit rushed. Um, But it's like great once you get out there. Whereas I probably do prefer doing my own shows at like smaller cap venues because you can take your time throughout the day and like relax into it, get all your sound sorted. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would love to do like, I'd love to do Glastonbury, I think, just because I've I've never been to it. I like I love all the bands like every year at that festival. I just think that would be so cool. Um, and I'd I'd do Latitude again, like in a heartbeat. Um, I think I'd try and appreciate it a little bit more this time and not be not be so like nervous before and whatnot. Um, so yeah, those two are like the big ones for me for sure.
1: I've sort of got a few random questions. What would you be your favorite flavor of ice cream?
0: It's a very tricky one this, you know, cause I've gone through phases. I went through a very big mint chop chip phase, which is quite a weird one. I know there's a lot of people that don't like that. Um, I do like a good mint chop chip. I like, um, oh, what was it I had recently? I, I think Ben and Jerry's is, is oh. the goat god tier ice cream isn't it just any flavor of Ben and Jerry's is is the best
1: exactly I think I agree with you on that one and if you (laughs) were to invite three people to a dinner party who would they be and why
0: I would invite Louis Theroux because I think he'd provide the stories I think we could sort of just sit there and listen to him um I think he's he's very cool um, I would choose yeah definitely him i I'd, ch- I'd probably choose someone who's very good at cooking so i'm i I'm a rubbish cook so maybe <laughs> I could rope them in maybe like uh do you know maybe Gordon Ramsay because I think <laughs> even though he scares me <laughs> I think he'd sort of be honest about my cooking and improve me um and then yeah he'd get on with louis as well, and then one more I would choose hmm. It's got to be someone that's going to get on with them as well, that's, that's the <laughs> tricky thing. I th- I think I'd I'd probably choose Phoebe Bridges, my favourite musician, yeah. just because I think she's quite chill. I think she'd get along with Louis, I don't think she'd like Gordon. I think the four of us would have a good dinner party, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, and last question. If you could be the president of one country for the day, which country would you choose and why? I'd,
0: I'd choose... I choose to be the Prime Minister, I think, because I could sort of like give Boris a bit of stick, I guess. (laughs) I could show off to him. Maybe like, does he, when I'm the Prime Minister, does he get it back like the next day? (laughs) Well, if he was going to get it back the next day, I'd probably like, just try and mess things up for him and then
1: change all the laws.
0: (laughs) Yeah, change all the laws and give them loads of paperwork to do.
1: (laughs) If you were to shout out to people that have boosted your career or helped you along the way, who would they be?
0: Yeah, yeah, there's loads of people. Like, um, my best friend Jack is, like, a really big YouTuber and he's helped me loads. He got me the Tom Grennan gig and, um, yeah, he's always, like, like helping promote and stuff like that like he's a really good guy um and who else like to be fair my managers have been really good like I've only been with them a year or two maybe mm-hmm. uh, they're very good with like all my uh I can be quite dramatic and nervous and stuff <laughs> like that so really good at dealing with with that and letting me sort of go my own way with it um and then I think the first person to help me was a YouTuber called Harmony. Um she doesn't do YouTube anymore. Um she's from around she's from Norwich, where I live now. And um yeah I remember she was using my songs in her YouTube videos and that's kind of how they first blew up on Spotify was because was she was using them. Um and yeah it's just it's so nice like like I have a quite a good friendship group. We're all in there. Like Hmm. online world we all like back each other up help each other out share each other's stuff so yeah it's a nice little nice little community we've got which is really cool
1: and would you say that you've got an end goal so I don't know where you want to get to um with your music or you just sort of going along and seeing where it takes you
0: yeah I do I sort of write little goals for myself like yearly ones I think The one for this year was to like get a million streams on a song or something like that and done that (laughs) uh, yeah i did that luckily yeah it was close (laughs) but i just uh, did it in december um and yeah i kind of work better with small goals i think it will freak me out too much if i like say i want to get i want to get top of the charts by next year or whatever um but i guess yeah just to be able to do it for as long as possible um and it, for it to keep me being able to pay my rent financially, um, just like, as long as I can do that, I'm, I'm happy, really. Uh, but yeah, I'm always always wanting to sort of improve and get bigger and write better songs and stuff like that. But yeah, no, it's not really an end goal, I, I don't think anyway.
1: And who would you say is your sort of idol in music? Who do you idolise, like their music or their journey? Or is there someone that you look up to in music?
0: Yeah, yeah, there's a few people I really like. I really like this um, this artist called Phoebe Bridges. She inspired me quite a lot lyrically. Um, she writes a lot about mental health, about like everyday things, like super relatable. Um, which like, yeah, I really like it. I really like artists that, it can be any genre, but that like write about things that I can like relate to. So I know there's a rapper called NF who I like, cause he writes a lot about like performance anxiety and OCD and stuff like that. And like, when you feel like you can get it, you sort of feel a little less like, like if you're an artist and you have performance anxiety or something like that, you feel a bit like you're the only one with it. So when other artists sort of bigger than you Right yeah. about going through a similar thing it can be like really nice and, and and so like it's quite inspiring yeah for sure um and then obviously like the local connections to Ed Sheeran I suppose like mm. it sort of inspired me at first like seeing someone come from a similar area where there's not like a huge music scene and sort of go on and do like amazing things and stuff like that um so yeah there's, there's loads of people really um but like not one there isn't like a one person that sticks out
1: yeah and how important is mental health especially in a music scenario what what sort of advice would you say to someone that's I don't know maybe you know struggling to perform in whatever they do what would you say helped you to overcome everything
0: I think what helped me most was probably just like honesty just being honest about it at the start I was keeping it in I was embarrassed because I thought people would like laugh or come to my shows and feel like nervous for me (laughs) in the end I was just like uh, yeah I was just like I'm gonna just tell everyone and it was like very freeing and um, yeah helped helped a a lot Um, so my advice would literally just be like just just tell people and then they you know I think people on the whole are genuinely quite nice and they won't give you a hard time for stuff like that. And I think it's quite relatable, especially for people that aren't in music. The thought of getting up and singing in front of people is quite scary. Um, And yeah, I mean, just just talk about it really would be my only bit of advice. Like, just tell people about it. Don't don't keep it bottled up because like from personal experience, it just doesn't work.
1: I was just wondering, would it be possible for you to say something like, oh, hey, I'm Alfie, a music artist, and welcome or something to the Inspire Me podcast, if that's all right?
0: Yeah, of course. Do you want me to look at the camera? Hi, I'm Alfie Indra, and welcome to the Inspire Me podcast.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Cool, is that all right?
1: Yeah, that's perfect.
0: (laughs) Oh, brilliant. You smashed it.
1: Thank you so much for coming on. I really enjoyed it.
0: That's right. I can't wait to watch it back. Good luck. Yeah, I will send
1: it to you as soon as possible.
0: Perfect. Great. It was lovely to meet you.
1: Lovely to meet you. Have a great Christmas. You too. Thank you. Bye. Thanks so much to Alfie for coming on today's podcast. I really enjoyed it and I hope you all did too. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I hope to release a new episode in January but I will keep you posted. Until then, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.